Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. It's me, Talia, and I'm back again with another special guest, Krista Vega. Krista Vega, aka Sloth Bender, is the visual artist behind Secret Nudes, an illustration series based on consensually sent nudes. Her artworks are centered on figure drawing, womanhood, and advocacy against sexual abuse. Her cause has been featured on Manila Bulletin, Preen, and Metrocene. Late 2021, she left her role in advertising strategy to pursue art full-time. Today, I am with her to give a little insight about what she is like behind the scenes and to let her share about her passion and interest for art. So let's give it up for Krista. So before we begin, how are you today? And it's so nice to meet you again, and I'm definitely excited to have this discussion with you. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. It's really such an honor, and I really appreciate it. I've been good today. I attended a wedding on Zoom. So far, that was it. <laughs> how was the wedding, actually? I've never attended a wedding online. So yeah, how did it go? Time. It was my first time then to attend one. It's still heartwarming. Ha? I thought the impact would be less, but it was still nice. Oh, that's cool. Okay, congratulations to the couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing great today and I'm really excited for this because I've been... I guess stalking you for a while because I was really interested in your art and I saw your videos on TikTok then so that's why I'm really excited for this conversation. And so let's move on now to my first question for you. I think for those who are hearing about Secret Dudes for the first time, I was actually giving like a brief introduction to Caitlin a while ago. I'm sure they're all wondering the same thing. How did you get into drawing nudes in the first place and why do you make this type of art? For me, It was a series of dots connecting lang through the years. It started with my college thesis. So I went to UP, I took fine arts. And my major was VISCOM, visual communication. So the point was to create a visual solution for any problem. Tapos laging sinasabi sa amin ng mga prof namin na kailangan totoong problem yan para hindi mabaril pag ng mga panelists, ganun. So... Because I'm a woman also, I'm sure kayo din, ang dami niyong feelings about, you know, all the things that we experience as women, the things that we feel because of the bodies we have. The problem that I saw was yung mga leaks, mga nude leaks, mga Katrina Halili, Vanessa Hudgens, happening, all of that. So I picked that because I felt like I would feel really strongly about this as a thesis. Tapos siseryosohin ko talaga to. And then... I got so obsessed with it. I have an entire clear book of my research about it. I was so into the phenomenon of it, of why this happens, the psychology behind it. And it became much more urgent for me when I made the evaluation or the connection that even if leaks are digital, it's so equivalent to the R word, rape, in terms of walang consent. Tapos may slut-shaming, may victim-blaming pa. So all of those things, all of those elements are the same. So there, that's why I was so into it. And then I made a campaign called Self-Awareness with the hashtag Respect Her Privacy. So just so we could add to that conversation na kung saan laging mga babae yung mga binababoy, mga biktima, just to aid the mindset, especially of young children or the digital natives na sila yung prone talaga eh, to explore here. So there, that was my thesis in college. And my heart was really in it. And I was also delayed in college. So parang yung talagang gigil, gigil na gigil ako mag-thesis nung time na yun. So there was that. That kind of like put the this advocacy on nudes in my 
mind space na talaga or in my head space ever since and then from there ever since naman love ko talaga magdrawing ng katawan inaral din namin yun sa school we would have mga live nude sessions na very raw talaga nung una na shock pa ako eh parang oh nakabad sila sa harap namin but after so many hours of doing that masasanay ka na talaga sobrang magiging almost desensitized already we even had a model who lactated in front of us so it's very real seeing it meron pang poging model hindi sa kinakatpol ka siya pero may poging model pa doon eh macho pa eh tapos pagkatapos ng drawing mapit sabi niya ganda niya na sabi ko thank you we had a lot of that in UP and then Fast forward, I was working na office girl na ako. I wanted to sell stickers sa Comicet. So I would draw my body from memory or the way I know my body. Benta ako. Kasama yun sa mga stickers na binenta ko. Tapos nabenta ko sa office and then someone put it on his corkboard. Tapos sabi ko, ako yan eh. And then tumawa lang siya. Parang sana okay. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. Na parang you're naked in the picture. But at the same time, you're just your colors, your lines. So who could really say that's you? Diba? So, and then yun, there was that experience. Tapos come pandemic, na-share ko siya with other girls. Nag-start ako dun sa mga amiga ko, mga girlfriends ko. Na, uy, gusto niyo try niyo mag-drawing ng ganito. Tapos yun, from there, I posted on Instagram. May mga nag-share. Tapos word of mouth na siya. Sa, in the first year, nakadrawing ako ng 150. Tapos ngayon pa 300 plus now. When you started, was it paid? Yung 150? Uh, no, at first. So, nagsimula ako. Free lang talaga. Kasi at that time, a dream ko talaga mag-commissions. But for some reason, hindi ako makakuha ng mga commission until I started doing this. So, siguro mga nung papuntang 50 na siya. Tapos madami ng girls na nag-message. To be fair to myself and also to them, I said na, I'm gonna start charging na para I know who to prioritize. I know who to officially queue. And then from there, it kept going na. I'm really amazed by this. I like how you wanted to do this talaga, talk about such a pressing issue. Because I agree that women are always judged for like their nudes being leaked while men are somehow praised. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why na parang that happens talaga in our society, especially the victim blaming. I remember in my school before, like a lot of people, dudes would actually get leaked by their boyfriends. And instead of getting mad at the guy for leaking in the first place, they're like blaming the woman. Na parang, Why yeah. did he even send in the first place? But it, yeah, yeah. it doesn't work that way. And so, yeah, it's cool that you had this UP and all of those parang exercises for you guys. And I like how your friend was able to at least not see Malisha in that sticker, but instead seeing it as an art and as an expression. And so I also want to ask about the psychology of it that you studied, because you said you had like an in-depth study mm-hmm. about it. The things that I saw, well, were mostly, I think what struck me the most was how it's such a natural instinct, but right? it's part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's there, the sexual expression. And it just so happens that along with technology, we had different reactions to it. Nung wala pang technology, may mga seaman, mga mag-asawang seaman. They would snail mail each other, mga erotic drawings. Kasi ganun nila gusto i-express. Tapos nagkaroon ng mga webcam, nagkaroon ng mga 6600 na labo ng picture. And then now it's Bluetooth and everything. So it's so much faster now. And that's what's scary about it. 
especially young women or young men na especially now I'm sure you see it on TikTok right as an ate I feel sometimes nagugulat ako eh dun sa mga sineshare ng mga bagets like talking about their hookups all of those things and it's such an age of exploration talaga if that answers your question that's more of what triggered my urgency for it and at the same time in our area there was a school rin na nagka-scandal of that tapos nagoogle siya and also it scared me na parang okay so what happens when these kids start applying for jobs and their names will appear stuff like that but i'm trying to recall more of the psychology that i studied about it but mostly that i was mostly focusing on teenagers and how they express themselves sexually yeah It's amazing that you're really looking into this because, yeah, I agree. It's a really pressing issue and I feel terrible every time I see these things popping up. And sometimes the guys that even parang create group chats to compile it, yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. disgusting. Talaga. Yeah, and you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I remember before my thesis defense. So, ayun yung mga time na lahat kami walang tulog kasi kinatapos talaga namin yung presentation namin. So, nasa Boast Coffee ako noon sa Katipunan. Di ako natulog. Tapos, diretso dorm, bihis, and then drive to school. And then, on that night, on the way home, may radio station na naka-on. Tapos, yung mga host doon, yung mga pamacho-macho, yun yung branding nila. And then they started saying, oh bro, ano yung mga uso na ngayon dahil sa technology. And then one guy goes, ah pare, yung mga nudes na yan. Kami may group chat pa, ganyan-ganyan. And that just made me so much more awake in the next day when I presented my thesis. Kasi it's really there. Parang normalization of it na it's just a fun thing without realizing that, you know, when this happens to women, a lot of them would consider suicide, things like that. And then, also going back to the whole psychology thing, what I saw was the impact is so much heavier when it's a woman who does it versus when it happened to men, like sila Justin Bieber, sila Tito Ortiz. Pag sa kanila nangyari yun, lumabas yung nudes nila, parang, oh, macho, laki. Mga mga ganun pa, di ba? But when it's a woman, because we're the nurturers, especially here in the Philippines, tayo mga Maria Clara, there's so much more of an expectation and there's so much more of a judgment when it's women who do it. I like how you mentioned that in the Philippines, there's so much more judgment. And so, yun nga, do you get backlash? I'm sure you do, but how do you handle the backlash of those who do not understand the kind of art that you make? Especially since sex is like a touchy subject, especially in the Philippines. And you're a woman who's doing this, so baka they'll think it's like malaswa or anything like that. I do, I get it. But I've learned through the years that a big part of the creative process is really letting go you create a piece of work, you put it out there with your own intentions. But the moment it's there, the moment it's out there, wala ka ng control of how people will understand it. You can try to manage the messaging of it. You can try to be very careful about it. But the interpretation is not something you can ever track or talagang keep in a box. So that's why for me, I accept it. But the biggest thing I'm careful with is I just don't want to influence young women the wrong way. For me, I'm practicing the discipline of drawing nude art, which is a valid form of art ever since, di ba? Bago pa tayo, ipanganak, mga cavemen nagdrawing na sa mga dingding nila ng kung ano-ano. And then yung mga statue. Ever since then, nung lumang-lumang panahon pa, nung wala pang social media, there's already scandal attached to seeing the body that's bare. And I'm not trying to change that. 
no one can ever change that. Kaya for me, ayun, it's just accepting as an artist. That's what happens. And I'm not forcing people to be liberated about it or whatever. For me, mas dumidikit lang talaga ako dun sa discipline. Inaral namin to. Malinis to. For me, at least, ha. Growing to. Mahirap to. So, if may mga bastos na view of it, I feel like that says more about the person looking at it than the person who made it. So, it, it definitely depends on who sees it. I actually agree with you because when I first saw it, I was really amazed. I love how the colors work and I like how you design it in such a way na parang it's really hindi siya bastos. It's like clean talaga. It's like a really work of art. Ang ganda talaga. And I'm a really big fan so that's why natuwa talaga ako. And so, yun nga, since you've been doing this for quite some time, can you share like a memorable moment doing this so far? So if I can just add to the things I said earlier. Go ahead. I feel like that's why I make such an effort to make the cause behind it more understood. Because what I've noticed was, for instance, like my dad or my future in-laws, nang unang nilang nalaman yung ginagawa ko, parang, what do I? What are you doing? And then when the project was featured on Manila Bulletin and they took the time to read it. Parang mas nagkaroon ng understanding of it. Mas nagkaroon ng appreciation of it. And that's why when I put out my work, I make sure na I talk about it properly. I don't say things na parang, oh, flaunt your... I mean, I do say that, but not in a malicious way na parang put your boobs out or whatever. It's more of just, you know, like, this is your form. And then minsan pinapasukan ko ng mga natutunan ko sa thesis ko. So there. That's another way. Yeah, I think it's a great way of empowering women in the first place. I used to do art before. Like, it's not as great as yours, obviously. But I used to do art as a way of identifying how I look. Because <laughs> I actually have body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And then, parang it helps me understand how I look from the third perspective. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so happy that you got to try that and you understand the magic of it. Yeah, it opens your eyes at least. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. when I look in the mirror, True. it makes you see yourself exciting. in a different Yeah. So going yeah. back to my previous question, you've been doing this for a long time, right? And so, can you share like a memorable moment doing this so far? So when I first started this, to be completely honest, it was really just about the liberation of you know, being in an artwork and still being like totally bare in an artwork but still being concealed at the same time. That was the magic I wanted to open up. And then nagkataon because of, I guess, the times that we're in and the stage of women now, nagkataon na nasagi niya yung space ng body positivity and women empowerment, which I honestly never expected. Parang nagulat na lang ako na parang, oh, okay, like apparently this goes deep. So a memorable thing for me is Whenever I get women I don't know opening up to me very deeply and in detail. Talagang like for you, like the body dysmorphia, not just that, yung mga postpartum journey, recovering from trauma, sexual abuse, rape, pati mga victim ng leaks, mga nagkwekwento sa akin about it. And when that happens, I tell them, oh, look at RA9262 and RA9995. Yung mga pinasa for women and even for the cyber crimes that happen. So that one is memorable for me. The women that I connect with, I feel like iba-iba talaga yung trust at saka yung communal spirit ng mga babae pag magkakasama and you're all fighting the same thing. And then another memorable thing is when I get younger artists messaging me saying na I've opened commissions for nudes also. 
or I you inspired me to do art because I never never thought it would go that far. Parang it was so humbling. Honestly, at first, parang nung may mga nagpapakita sa akin na parang ate, ate ba yung sinasabi na ate, may ito na po yung page ko. Buta nga yung dipita eh. Ate, ate, ito na po yung page ko ng commissions. Thank you, ganyan-ganyan. And at first, parang nainis pa ako. There was a sense of parang, so that's like my project. You know, to be honest, at first there was that. But I had to eat the egg and really embrace the artist in it. And I feel like that was the push that my art needed to mature, to not gatekeep. Like when I was battling with it, I reminded myself of my profs in UP na parang yung mga prof ko nga sa UP tinuturuan pa kami paano mag-drawing in the way that they do. And they're not selfish about their knowledge. They're not selfish about their skills. And that's what I wanted to grow into also. Kasi madami akong idol na prof. And I hope to become like them in the future. Wow, so mo mag-shoutout ng prof na yan who really changed your <laughs> Oo, life. Oo, no, si Ma'am Jackie. She knows how much I love her work. Si Ma'am Jackie Luzano. And she's also very vocal about her journey, recovering from trauma, all of that. And that was interesting for me also, the parallelisms I saw among artists na may mga shared trauma. It reflects in the kind of work you do. It reflects in the voice that you want to be heard behind your work. So there, Ma'am Jackie Luzano, si Idol. She's a painter. And when I heard her life, nung tinuturuan niya kami, because she was my prof in advanced figure drawing, napakalupit. As in, sobrang bilis niya mag-drawing. Sobrang advanced bilis figure mag-drawing. drawing? What's that? It's one of our majors mm-hmm. in fine arts. So, habang baby ka sa fine arts, figure drawing muna. Tapos mag-advanced figure drawing ka. Very fun stuff. Oh. <laughs> And then there, nagkwento siya sa amin na, yeah, I pay my rent with my paintings. Tapos ako parang, gusto ko ng ganong buhay. Gusto ko talaga makamit yung ganong buhay. And then also, my late prof, si Sir Neil Doloricon. He was my thesis advisor. And he really put so much faith in me. And I wish he was still here to see how Secret Moods unfolded. Yeah, in the way you kind of started a movement or like contributed to a greater movement with your secret nudes. Yeah, it's really great talaga. And I looked at your art pieces. Yes, I did a lot of stalking. And for both nude and non-nude, and your art seems very, I guess, diverse in the type of style that you do. And so where do you draw inspiration for your art style? In relation to that, I get to talk to a lot of young artists, especially because I put it out on TikTok. So madaming Gen Z who are also learning art, trying to get into it. And a lot of them would ask me, how do you get to your style as an artist? And I personally feel that it's a collection of all the artists you love through the years. Like when I started, it was cartooning. And then I loved ko sila, Brett Helquist. Series of Unfortunate Events, Shayon, sila Shell Silverstein, sila Craig Thompson, and then just by looking, just by really being alive while looking at their work, mapipick up mo eh, yung mga style nila, paano yung hagod nila, and along the way, I feel like you'll just have like a eureka moment na parang, okay, this is it. This is where I want my art. But I'm also aware that it's gonna change someday. I feel like the way I draw at 50 will be different from now that I'm 30 or when I'm 70 if I'm still drawing then. So the inspiration is from those artists. The inspiration is also from my journey as a woman. It will sound so dramatic, but how I've healed as a woman, not just in the whole sexual world, but also being as a person. I feel like art has aided me so much through the years. And also if 
on a more superficial level, my room. I like to call it my studio. And my parents just can't wait for me to get out of here. I mean, because I'm getting married already. And I just know that they're so excited to turn this into like their viewing room or whatever. But ito talaga, itong space na to is so dear to me. I surround myself with things that inspire me. And it helps me keep going when I draw. Congratulations on your upcoming marriage. I'm so excited. When's the plan date? We, you know what, honestly, we don't know yet because of COVID and we're long distance. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll find out. <laughs> it's not so hard naman being long distance. Ayos lang. I'm definitely handling it better versus when I had my first long distance when I was 19. But now it's much more settled and much more secure. So okay lang. Laban. And you know what, I feel like Baka if I wasn't in a long-distance relationship, I don't know nga if baka if na-start ko tong... Because that was also the result of being alone, being solo for a long time, really focusing without your partner there. Na parang, I wanna go on a date every time. So yeah, that was also a big part of it. Being isolated, being really just by yourself. It's a nice thing to have for art, I feel. At least everything really happens for a reason talaga. But yeah, so I have another question. Because you mentioned that you did fine arts in UP and you've always wanted to be like your professor that pays her rent with painting. So did you always want to be an artist? And what advice would you give to your younger self? Through the years, I feel like I've really suppressed or repressed, whichever word fits more, my love for art. Because, I mean, I did graduate with fine arts, but I never really seriously got into a job na parang graphic design. I did it for a while, but then I felt like it was taxing because I was doing layout. And graphic design is not even my strongest skill, I think, as an artist because I'm more of an illustrator talaga. So, you know, gradients, typography, hindi din ako talaga malakas dun. And then I went into advertising and I could have gone into creatives but there was also something so much more for me at least something way more appealing in strategy because I also like writing and thinking and organizing so I was really there for a long time and then I was with a really great agency I had great mentors great co-workers but what I can say is baka mas nangibabaw talaga yung love for art parang sumingaw siya For a long time, tinatago ko siya. So may mga moment na pag nasa agency ako and all the artists are talking, I'm just there and I'm just like, I'm an artist also. But I can't really say anything because I'm in the side of mga strategists. So there. And then this secret nudes happened and then I was beginning to have more faith in it. The experience of doing that transition, I feel had so many mind games in it. That was what I realized. Uh, lumalaban yung idealistic side mo na parang this is my dream, this is, you know, the life I want. But at the same time, the rational side's there na parang, okay, but then wala kang sweldo na constant, wala kang HMO, wala kang benefits. Not just that, but also yung mga tao that I respect, like my dad, who is a very corporate guy, telling me things that make sense to me also na parang, If kaya mo ka i-balance, then why not? But I felt like I wanted to take that jump pa rin because I wanted to put all my energy into it. 
I didn't want to be unfair then to my employer. Kasi wala eh, half-hearted na ako at that point. May mga time na parang lutang ako sa work. Talagang sulat-sulat lang. And I know that's such a privileged thing to say. I recognize that the privilege is there. My parents sent me to a very good school. My parents, even at 30, I still haven't moved out. My parents take care of me. And that's really a big reason kung ba't ko nagawa to. So I'm not discounting that. I also realize that I have to be thankful for that. And ayun, now that I'm here, there's so much freedom, but there's also so much more fear and pressure. Kasi nung nasa agency ako, parang kung walang clients yung agency, hindi ko na problema yun eh, di ba? Parang there are other people to take care of that. But now it's like, it's all you. So there, that's it. And then lastly, I feel like a big push also that helped me transition was the fact that I'll get married already. I feel like I trust my partner. He's a very intelligent, smart man. He's a nurse. And I feel like maalagaan niya ako even if I want to pursue art full-time. But let's see where it goes. You're really brave talaga to really pursue passion. And I can really see it as being an inspiration for a lot of people out there who are scared to really go for that. Because when I was younger then, I was really into multimedia arts. I loved watching anime, I loved watching cartoons, and I envisioned myself doing like art a lot when I was younger. And then when I told my dreams to my mother, she, the first thing she told me was like, walang pera dyan, you're gonna starve on the streets. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I just gave up on it completely. And that's why now that I'm older, I really want to at least encourage the little me who possibly was dreaming of doing this Or you can get back into it also, I feel. Yeah, but I guess my skills are very behind now. So I guess there are other ways to really express art too. But yeah, that's why thank you so much for sharing that story. And I hope maybe people will be inspired to really take that risk. And so before we end, do you have any other tips for other artists wanting to pursue their passion for art but are afraid to do so? If I could give any advice, if I'm even in the position to be doing that, just based on how I've felt through this journey, which is, it's not even a super extensive journey yet. I think that's why even as we talk, parang medyo I second guess the way I answer because I feel like I'm not fully experienced here yet. I only really quit my day job late 2021, which was in October. What I can say lang is, Don't walk into something prematurely or impulsively. And it's really commitment for me. There will be so many scary moments, but there will also be wins. Sometimes nagsasabayon. May mga time na parang ngayon. Honestly, of course, it's not easy to always get commissions. Parang naglalako palagi for commissions. Especially if you're a new artist. But may mga papasok din na ibang opportunities eh. It's parang magical the way it happens. And it's really just trusting it. If ever you go into it, don't expect it to always be good also. I've had a lot of very emotional moments doing this. Parang the other night lang, I was telling my mom, parang I just followed her because we're both night owls. And it was maybe like four in the morning, bumaba ako, she was downstairs. And I was like, yeah, so mom, nag, ano, nag-business breakdown ako nung isang araw. And then she thought I was talking about computations, like breakdown, profit loss, ganyan. And I was like, hindi, breakdown as in umiyak ako. Because <laughs> it's tough, it's scary. May mga time na matumal yung commissions. You feel like, oy, tuloy-tuloy na to. And then all of a sudden, it's crickets. You don't get messages. You don't get anything. 
but you keep going, you keep pushing, you really consider yourself as a company. So it's a big help also if may mga pinagdaanan ka ng jobs. Kasi you'll see how it works internally. Being in advertising was a huge help to me. So maybe if you're a student and you're listening, ayun, I feel like that's a great stepping stone towards it. Kasi you see how businesses are dealt with, how businesses are communicated, how brands are built. I feel like that's very important as an artist, building your brand, building your purpose as an artist. And also, another thing that I was gonna say, be open-minded also. Parang, I feel like what I've seen so far is I put so much pressure on myself because I put my work out there. It's on TikTok. And I'm there saying, I quit my job. Now I'm doing this. And then so now I'm like, okay, so what happens if this doesn't work? <laughs> you know, like, do I block everyone and just like live under a rock? Oh you know? So be open-minded also. If hindi talaga kaya, get a job again. It's fine. I don't think ikababawas yun ang pagkatao mo, pagiging artist mo. I think that's it. Okay, thank you so much for that. And yeah, I don't think, I mean, as a follower of you, I don't think I would think see you any less if you decide to go back to your job. I mean, we all have to feed ourselves one way or another. And yeah, yeah I think the fact that you just took that leap is already amazing in itself. And I really love what you're doing, talaga. And yeah, I'm so I'm just excited for your event on April 30, along with everybody else that you will be with. They will be sharing everything of passion for art and that really transition. So yeah, I hope it would be able to inspire a lot of people, a lot of youth. And thank you again thank so you much also. for being here. Yeah, and don't forget to follow her on TikTok and Instagram as well, everyone. And would you like to promote anything else? Or do you have any last words? Okay. I think yung last words, when I walked into this whole full-time art thing, the quick reaction always I noticed was very negative. It's always, oh, what if it doesn't work? What if you stop getting commissions? What if magsawa yung mga tao? And then for a while, I would be defensive about it. Lagi ko siyang pinagtatanggol na parang, hindi, ito yung gusto ko, ganyan-ganyan. Eh, kaya nga ako mag-full-time kasi gusto kong 100%. And then I realized na parang there's no need to be defensive about it. Because sometimes I feel, instead of saying, what if it fails, you should ask yourself, what if it succeeds? So that, for me, just let's see where it goes when you go into this journey. And just try to be fearless, even if it will be scary. So there, that's that and then if anything i want to promote i'm working really hard on a website now so it's slotbender-studio.com so right now it's still in progress but i'm working on it so if ever it's that and i'm trying to get into youtube also but everything it's just going to be slotbender are you working alone or do you have a team under you i'm working alone wow that's a lot of work and you're really good at maintaining all of that I pretend it's okay. It's all okay. No, <laughs> the business breakdown. Yeah, the business breakdown. So yeah, thank you again for meeting me. And please support her, everyone who are listening right now and Indico as well on our social media accounts to watch exciting and fun content. Thank you once again, everyone, and have a great day ahead.